Hey, welcome. I'm Mitch Reynolds. This is Lacrosse Talk PM on WYZM News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. Thanks for showing up here this afternoon. This hour brought to you by Habitat for Humanity. If you'd like to join us here on the air, the Better Hearing Center talk and text line is 608-785-7914. We're also on Facebook and Twitter, and you can send me an email, Mitch at 1410WYZM.com. But, again, the Better Hearing Center talk and text line is 608-785-7914. 1-4-785-7914. I did check earlier, and we have not, we are not among those who received any explosive devices in the mail today. So that's good to, that's good to know. Um, that's a shrinking number, apparently, but, um, yeah, explosive devices going to everyone now. Um, I have not received, we have not received one, so. Feel grateful for that. I prefer not to get any. Um, so if you were thinking of getting me something as a gift, that would not be one of the good things to get me. I would prefer that not to be. And uh, Rick Solom, who's in the studio here today with us, also would prefer not to receive any explosive devices. Um, so there, I think we've settled that. That's good. We'll move on. Um, we all, I don't know. It's, is hmm. uh, explosive devices. Anyway, uh, it's, you shouldn't send those things. You really don't. That's not a, it's not appropriate, you know. I don't know. If you have political differences with, like, former presidents, don't, don't send them pipe bombs in the mail. Like, that's not something that's reasonable. And don't, and don't you know, even George Soros. He may have political differences with George Soros, but you just probably shouldn't kill him or try to blow him up, whatever. Um, just a thought. You know, you don't have to take a, don't necessarily have to do that. A public service message from the uh, from the uh, City of La Crosse today, and I just want to share this because it is one of those things that I think that you can easily get caught up in if you're among those people that don't know exactly how to do this. And this, by this, I mean, of course, the leaf blowing slash leaf raking. Leaf blowing slash leaf raking. Yes, uh, many, many people... Uh, will rake and or um, blow the leaves into the street, right? Uh, and you were thinking that this is a way better way to do this because it's going to be in the street where the leaf sucker can easily suck up the leaves. Uh, the thing about that is, is that it's it violates a city ordinance. So... Which is one thing, right? So you get a ticket, right? You get a ticket, maybe, and you could be fined for blowing your leaves into the street. Or into your neighbor's yard, by the way. That's another thing you're not supposed to do. But the other problem is is that it, it, it tends to clog up the storm sewer drains. So if you have a bunch of leaves in the street and then it rains, they clog up the storm sewer drains. And then you get that, that, that street flooding, the street flooding, which is not, it's, it is not something that's, that's great. When you're when you're driving, and you, as you know, we've had those situations where there's been un, unreasonably heavy rains in in October when there's all sorts of leaves in the street. So, I'm just passing this along for the city of La Crosse. Uh, leave the leaves, leave the leaves on the boulevard. Rake them to the boulevard and blow them to the boulevard, but then leave them there, and leaf sucker will come by and suck them all up. There, I've done my civic duty for today. 
and we'll go on to our calls. And we have people lining up, lining up to take a part in this uh, leaf blowing. No, probably not. Uh, 608-785-7914. If you'd like to uh, send, uh, join us here on the air, 785-7914. I brought up the uh, the explosive-looking-like packages or whatever that was that we've been telling. There's some sort of something or another sent in the mail to, to people today. Uh, we'll go to, I think Steve is first. I lost track here, but I think Steve is first. So we'll go there first. Thanks for waiting. Go ahead. You're on. Hey, bud. How you doing? Uh, good, bud. <laughs> how are you? I, I, sorry. That's all right. I was listening to the news just before you came on, and one of the last stories, uh, I think it's CBS, NBC, whoever your, your, the news people are. CBS. They're talking about the packages, and the very last line of that news item was, and these are all targets of Trump. And then he went on to another story. And, and I looked at the radio, and I, and I literally said, are you insinuating that this is Trump's fault? And in my mind, that's where that, that's where that line meant people to go. And in my mind, and correct me if I'm wrong, that had no purpose in that story other than to inflame the anti-Trump rhetoric. Would you agree with that? I would. Yep, I would. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and, and I just think if we want the country to do any healing, it's things like that that have we have to start there. Not with and I don't talk about you and Rick or your news station when it comes to news reporting. You guys are very fair and balanced. You 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 don't say things off the cuff. You wait till you have your facts. It's it's and I'm not going to say it's all one station. It's the big stations all trying to get the story and trying to get their their point across, and that's what's got to change. Okay. And it just makes me mad. Oh, I I understand why that that would make you angry. Sure. Yeah, and I think that there's uh you know it, these aren't necessarily I, and and without doubt now now to be fair, certainly you know there's been verbal verbal attacks from the president against those those three that they're talking about but that's not but there's no there should there's not any indication that there's anything connected between the two so i, I don't you know i i would i would agree with you it is it is only meant to inflame absolutely yeah it shouldn't yeah. he shouldn't be i don't think that uh, the president should be brought into the story other than his comments today about uh, utilizing resources to uh, find the source of them there's you know it's i think the 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 uh the political rhetoric of the time it has gotten to the point where it is, yeah, we, we need to heal. It's incredibly divisive. It's uh, probably the type of thing that leads people to to not only send pipe bombs, but, um, you know, get guns and shoot up congressmen while they're practicing baseball. I think it's it's exactly the, the same type of, and I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. Yeah, it's a good call on that one. I, I would agree. I, I, I don't think there's any room for it. Anyway, 608-785-7914, 785-7914, a ton of hate out there, just a ton of hate. And um, yeah, and, and it's uh, talking about getting inflamed by something, inflamed by social media, and inflamed by uh, divisive talk radio, for that matter. Absolutely part of the equation. Divisive talk television, talk shows, all that's part of it. Uh, I want to go back to leaves for a minute because Karen's got um, something about uh, leaves for us. Uh, Karen, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Hey, no problem. Hey, uh, I have family that lives over by West Dallas, Milwaukee area. Okay, yeah, sure. And they're supposed to rake their leaves in their small brush into the street. Okay. And sometimes it's there for a week at a time. Really? Into the street? So, yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. That's what they do there. And I don't 
I mean, maybe their storm sewers are different than ours, but I guess I could see how it can, you know. Yeah, it's so terribly bad if they do it. All right. Well, you know, then again. Karen, I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually, then again. I'm gonna have to confirm, I'm gonna have to confirm that that this is what West Dallas allows because I don't want to spread misinformation. But we're gonna right, be, right. we're gonna be confirming this uh, with uh, officials in West Dallas and to make sure this is in fact the case because it's possible your relatives have been doing it wrong this entire time. But we'll. Uh, they could be. I know. We're Thank going you. to, we're gonna find out though, Karen. And I appreciate you calling in. Thanks so much. Um, would you, Rick? Can you? Would you mind go to the West Dallas official website? And like wild goose chase, you don't want to go. Page, the leaf page. I mean, Winona has a leaf page. My right? guess, yeah, we have a lacrosse uh, the leaf page too. Yeah, my guess is that West Dallas has it. Are they a city, a metropolis, city of West Dallas, yeah, metropolis. It's a metropolis. It's like Batman lives there. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one. We're going to find out. Seven eight five seventy nine fourteen. Heidi's been waiting. Let's go there next. Heidi, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Yeah, I'm back to the pipe bomb thing. Okay. Sure. Um, I was really shocked or surprised, I guess, at the beginning. And then as time went on and I heard more information about the ridiculous packaging and letters and all of that kind of thing, and just how so many people have been assaulted by the far left. I mean, I mean, Mitch McConnell having his food thrown in the street. The question came to me is, well, could this have been done by somebody on the left to make it look like it was it the absolutely, right? absolutely could have done. Yeah, absolutely, Heidi. And that's probably what happened. That's it's probably that. It's probably not somebody who's just angry at CNN and Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton. Let's go to Paul next. Paul, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. There's all sorts of fun topics here today. Yeah. Um, the leaf blowing or the yeah. leaf business. Yep. That's been a pet peeve of mine forever. Whenever <laughs> okay. I see those leaves in the gutter, mm-hmm. I'm thinking one of these days I'm going to stop and I'm going to take all those leaves and put them all on the person's front doorstep or something <laughs> like that. It's like, what are, are people just really that stupid or... I don't. I, th- I don't think they know. I think that's a rhetorical question. Right. Right. Yeah. You don't. That yeah. I don't need to answer that. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of people just don't realize it. I, I don't know if there's. If it's willing. It's. It's. I don't think it's. It's just ignorance. I think. I, I think it's just a, a lack of understanding or a lack of awareness of where the leaves are actually supposed to go. And and then what happens to yeah. them when they sit in the street? I think that there's a sense that oh well nothing. What what could, what could possibly happen? And they don't. They don't understand the implications of clogging the storm sewers and and the street flooding and all that. I think it's all that, but you know, and it, it's and I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. It is, you know, it, it is something. One of my pet peeves in terms of blowing is the leaves and or clippings and things like that. When when someone's got a blower and they're blowing it out in the street as you're riding past. Now, for, if you're in your car, it doesn't. It's not that big of a deal. When you're riding something, it tends to get in your mouth and in your eyes. Rick, do you have uh, some news for us on the West Allis uh, leaf collection process? Yes. Live from West Allis. Lots of news here. Okay, what do we got? Yard waste can be disposed of in several ways, ding, says ding, 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 ding. Uh, West Allis. West Allis wa- Waste management per people. Recycling. Yeah, the, yeah. the refuse and recycling page. Okay, all right. First, start a backyard compost pile. Yeah. Okay. No? Okay. No, we want to um, get right to the point where they're putting them in the street. Oh, you don't want the number to learn how to do the compost? Uh, no, okay. no, we don't. The second, your yard waste materials may be placed in the curb line of the street between April, May, and September and November 11th. Curb line. Do not mix brush, woody plants, 
grass, or other debris in the windrows. Windrows? Windrows. Did they spell windows wrong? Windrows. Remove pots and soil from potted plants before placing them. Don't put your pots in the curb line. I don't know if you knew so that. So you can put, like, old dirt and pots and plants in there? Remove pots and soil. Wow. No, that's you a, can't. You can't. Remove the soil. Oh, 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 oh I see. Okay, Just all right. the green Just or the brown green. stuff. Okay. All right. Huh. Huh. Curb line. What the hell's a curb line? Rake the yard waste into the street along the curb line, yeah. forming a long, low pile. Wow. A windrow, if oh, you will. A windrow. If there is no curb right. on your street, place yard waste along the roadway in a windrow. I think they try to get windrow in here at least every other sense. Man, wet the yard waste to keep it from blowing. Now you got you got to be you got to sprinkling your yard waste. Wasting water to let's they pick this up. They must not use the vacuums. You don't want to pick up the wet leaves with the big vacuums, do you? How are they doing? Do Uh, not place yard waste in refuse containers for collection. Oh, many rules. So many rules. Yard waste cannot be collected from drainage ditches, alleys, ash boxes, or large piles in your yard or driveway What's between the walk or and curb. They sell ash boxes in West Dallas? Do not burn your yard waste. I don't have these answers. I'm just reading, Mitch. Wow. This is a fire wow. hazard to your neighborhood, yeah. your city, and yeah, you city can't burn equipment. It. Do not yeah, burn don't, city no equipment. Burning. No burning. Third, right. bring your yard waste to one of the West Dallas drop-off sites for disposal. They have more than one drop-off site, apparently. Wow. West Dallas, man, they're they're very progressive. What is the uh, population of West Dallas? Well, you know, the, you know, they're smarter because they they use windrow in a regular conversation, multiple times. Yeah, that's sixty thousand. Sixty thousand people last year. They've got multiple drop-off sites. They know the definition of the word windrow and curb line. West Dallas is an incredibly much. It's much more progressive. Curb line's than, a, a hyphenated. It's two words hyphenated. Oh, not on the not curb line, but curb line. Yeah. Curb and line. Because I think curb line is is um, hmm. I'm hmm. Can you burn your yard waste in lacrosse? No, you can't. No, no, you can't. No. You can have a fire pit with a permit, and 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 have that out, but that's not for burning yard waste. And nobody, including me, probably has ever done that. Lacrosse I, has its own loose leaf page. Probably have never done that. Yeah, you can track it. You can track. Where they're picking up the leaves too. That um, seems obsessive. You know what? It's not. It's more. Like you can actually, you, you can zoom in and then click on your street to see when exactly they're going to be on your street. This seems right along the lines of paying one hundred ninety thousand dollars for a kayak shack. Well, they have right. They have and they have like these GIS guys that they're paying to create these mapping systems so that we can track when our leaves are getting picked up. Isn't that just going to make you like matter at the government? Not because they're doing that, but because your leaves are still out in the road and you figured that the leaf guy already drove by and you can see that he has or hasn't. But as we've learned, if they're in the road, then they're there illegally anyway. Okay. Lacrosse Talk PM and WIZ. I'm by Mitch Reynolds. 608-785-7914. Call in or text him. More to come. Stick around. Lacrosse Talk PM and WIZ. I'm by Mitch Reynolds. Thanks for joining us here this afternoon and this evening. This hour brought to you by Habitat for Humanity. 608-785-7914-785-7914 is the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. We're also on Facebook and Twitter. You can send me an email, Mitch at 1410WIZM.com. You can find uh, all of our news at wisdomnews.com. And while you're there, sign up to be a Wisdom Insider and get the latest headlines delivered to your email inbox daily. Wisdom Insider, by the way, looks really good today in my inbox. Brought to you by Wafer. 
Uh, Ontario Flood Relief event coming up on Saturday. Wait. No, Sunday. It says it right there. Sunday. All right, Sunday, October 28th. There we go. From noon until 3 at the Cashton Community Hall. Let's see. Stuff up for auction, including four Green Bay Packer tickets and parking pass for the Dolphins game on November 11th. I'm going to that game, by the way. Super fun. Uh, also being auctioned, uh, one night's day for two at the Charmant in La Crosse. A lot of gift certificates. Some antique furniture, some new furniture from Ashley, some Amish baked goods. A bunch of other stuff, too. That's the Ontario Flood Relief Country Music and Auction Event. At the Cashton Community Hall. Uh, country Western music by Torines, Torines and friends. And there's food. All that. Wow. All that. At the Cashton Community Hall. Sunday. This Sunday. October 28th. 608 is the Better Hearing Center. Talk and text line. Callers uh, weighing in, or I'm sorry, listeners weighing in on the Better Hearing Center. Talk and text line. At 608-785-7914 in relation to the bomb story, not the leaf story as much. Although some uh, good listener did send me an, a uh, definition for windrow. So I appreciate that. We were just uh, looking at the West Alice website in relation to what West Alice does with leaf collection. And um, they use windrow multiple times in their directions for what to do with leaves, which is remarkable. They also use the phrase curb line. I say phrase because it's a hyphenated. It's not the one word because the curb line, I think, is one word that's not hyphenated, but they use it in a hyphenated way. So in one sense, so they're using windrow multiple times as a noun, I think. Um but at the same time using a hyphenated form of curb line. So in that sense, I'm not sure what curb line means, because curb line is something between the road and the sidewalk, I think. Eh, I don't know. We may call it something here. So, you know, kind of like how there's, over there they call them bubblers, and over here they're, what are they over here? What do you call a drinking, drinking water fountain? Water fountain. There you go, water fountain. Yeah, see? Bubblers. Over there and over there near Milwaukee there, they call them bubblers. Don't call them bubblers over here. Call them water fountains or drinking fountains. Either one. At any rate, so uh, Better Hearing Center tar, uh, caller, uh, play, Better Hearing Center talk and text line listener sent me the definition for windrow. And because I am very considerate about your uh, your need to continue your education, I'm going to have you look it up yourselves. Let's see. Uh, I did mention the, the bombing thing. The packages, uh, bombing packages. Packages are all bad, but think of all the violence against Republicans, and no Dem said it was bad or condemned all that violence. Eh, not, that's not true. This listener says the caller's right, and CBS News is as big a joke as CNN and MSNBC. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
608-785-7914. Like join us here on the air. The Crosstalk PM and Wisdom. I'm the Reynolds. More to come. Stick around. Got a dispute going with somebody at the Better Hearing Center talk and text line in relation to the uh, water fountain or drinking fountain versus bubbler designation. I contend that it is people on the eastern side of the state, like my wife, who grew up saying bubbler. And uh, generally speaking, people here tend to be more reasonable and call it what it is, i.e. a drinking fountain. Um, so, well, but this guy on the Better Hearing Center Talk text line says that I'm all wet. Get, wait, see what I did there? <clears throat> says, I have it backwards. They say fountain, we say bubbler. So, thus begins the great debate. Rick, you grew up saying? Bubbler. Saying still. Okay. And I get ripped on it over here. So I think Bill's a transplant. He says he's 64 and born here. Well, what does here mean, lacrosse? Uh, I, 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 well, I, I think he means lacrosse. Hmm. I, think he's, I think he's faking it. Well, this is the great melting pot of Wisconsin, right, Lacrosse? It's possible that it, no, it's, the, it's the not, bubble or... No, it's not the melting no. pot of Wisconsin. No. Is it melting pot? Is no, that the right phrase? Yeah, that's the, right, that's the right idea. What it's, is a melting pot? It's, it's, it's where you put in a bunch of stuff and it melts. You just dump a bunch of garbage like in there what? and it melts. That's melty things. Like leaves and sticks yeah, and brush? Yeah, you put in some wax and some, you know... Blue cheese? Crushed, yeah, crickets. And you melt them. Crickets are actually pretty good for you. Uh, you it's know gonna what? be the new meat. Have eventually. you never have you have you ever eaten a cricket? I haven't, but I would if yeah. somebody. Uh, They're good. If I had some blue cheese with it. Or something. Well, I think blue cheese is probably good. But if you um, if you spice them up and uh, and fry them up, they're actually not. One good. of my friends owns like a like a part owner of some cricket farm cricket business. Really? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Not bad. They're not bad. We could bring her on the show, but she swears a lot, so she yeah, I don't think we want to. Let's not do that. Yeah. We won't. Yeah, six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. If you'd like to join us here on the air, the Better Hearing Center talk and text line is six zero eight seven eight five seventy nine fourteen. And the listener says, "Bubbler, huh? Well, I get it. Bubbler makes sense. Don't get me wrong. Bubbler makes sense. It just seems a little. You know, I could never figure out what people were saying when I moved here. The hell do you mean, bubbler? Bubbler? What is that? Bubbler?" Some of us refer to it as the Halsey Taylor Memorial. I mean, I mean just a few of us, frankly. And you know who you are. 608-785-7914, Number three, apparently you say bubbler, too. You're from Louisiana. I'm not actually from Louisiana, but I did and, live there for a long time. I, I'm an old hungry pointer from the south end of La Crosse, okay. and they're known as bubblers because if you were mean, we'd set you on the bubbler down at Train Park and go home with your wet pants. That was mean, wasn't it, when I was young? Wow, so you would, like, you would, you would just... Put the you, kid on the bubbler. You, admitted, yep. you just admitted being a bully? Yeah, three of us would okay. pick up a guy and put him on the bubbler, you know, oh, and okay. then he'd go home. Everybody thought he wet his pants. Was the one guy the bully, or were you guys the bullies? Three well, we were all bullies. We were all buddies. Oh. But, you know, anybody that smuggled it off would get it, the bubbler treatment. The bubbler treatment. And then somebody <laughs> had to hold it on? Another, I was going to bring you some chicken today, but I didn't think you'd take any brown bags in the main door. 
It's a little scary not writing about yeah, now. Yeah, so I didn't. I, I saved myself a couple bucks. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. about the leaves, Mitch. <laughs> um, the reason people put them out in the street is they don't want their grass grass to get killed waiting for the leaf truck. And the, and it can it can that can happen. Oh yeah, I I put it in 22 years, so I know about it. Yeah. But the worst thing, and people never realize it, is that little kids like to play in leaf piles. They do. Okay. Yeah. And I've seen kids playing in the street, in the leaves, along the curb, like three, four foot high, you know. Right. And I went to their mother and said, your child's playing in the leaves out in the street. That's very dangerous. And sometimes they would tell the kids to get out of the pile, and sometimes they wouldn't. Mm -hmm. So then I would call the police department. Mm. And I'd say, kids playing at this at such an address and they send the cop out there and talk to the kids, and in the yard they'd go. Hmm. You'd be driving down the road, and if some people like to drive through a leaf pile, you know, it's fun. I, it can be. I've actually, yeah, yeah I've experienced that. So yeah. It's like some screwballs like to run into garbage cans. A little bit. Some people like to fly through a leaf pile, yeah, and there I understand. could be a child in there. Yeah, that could. Yeah, no, I, absolutely. No, I think that that's, and I don't know if that's where this ordinance comes from. It's, I think it probably has something to do more with well, the uh, clogging of the sewers. But um, but that's that's much more reasonable because I, I yeah. certainly I mean my kids played in the leaf piles in the boulevards sure. no question mine leaves were on the boulevards though I didn't rake yeah. them out into the streets but I've but, never yeah. seen anybody from the city go to a place and say put your leaves on the yard not in the street hmm. well um, twenty some years I've never seen them enforce that law yeah I don't think they do I don't think they do I, you know I'm very and I relaxed. Think, I think if they did, I think there'd be a lot less of it. Oh, I know there yeah. would be. Yeah, there'd be a lot less. Anyway, of it. could a in about around Christmas, could a guy get into your place with a brown bay? Uh, I think things will maybe hopefully have simmered down by then. Yes. Well, okay. Well, we're, I'll, I'll we're, keep you posted. All right, do that, and I appreciate that. Thanks so much. I mean, we're all a little bit on edge right now, but uh, thanks, thanks a lot. I, uh, number three, six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. Number three is a bubbler guy. Uh, John's going to weigh in. John, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Yeah, a bubbler is a water pressure system allowing fresh water from the city to come up and go into a fountain, which drains back into the city sewer, goes back in the river. Okay. Um, a water fountain, you got to turn on. There's a compressor, and it cools the water down. And it gets up in your face, depending on the water pressure or not. Okay. But it shuts off when it's done. But a bubbler, yeah, you can take the little guy and set him on top of it and give him an enema. But <laughs> not not quite the same. It takes a lot more effort with the water fountain, you know, where you got to turn the knob. You turn the knob, yep. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, All right. It, so it, uh, it did a lot of constitutional advances in right. mankind well, with hold, the bubble. Hold on, John, because in, in the city of La Crosse, I think that uh, for, for many years there was just a constant running, the water fountains, which I'm going to continue to call them. That's were a bubbler. Constantly running, right. And so a lot of them, and I don't think they did all of them, but a lot of them, they, they put handles on them for some reason. Then they Did they become water fountains at that point? At that point, they had a shutoff, yes. Uh, yeah, all Bubblers right. were always constant flow water. I'm going to identify you oh. as our as our water uh, supply engineer. Yeah, go out to go out to Goose Island. Okay. You'll find a bubbler. Okay. <laughs> okay. 
I'll, I'll go take a look. And I hope you don't. I hope you don't no, go out I, there in you, December you, because you'll get ice up your butt. Yeah, no, I, which is not comfortable. I would imagine. John, appreciate the call. Thanks, <laughs> thanks so much. Lacrosse Talk PM on WIZM. I'm Mitch Reynolds. Uh, it's either uh, uh, package bombs or or um, ice bubbler enemas. That's our conversation uh, topics today on Lacrosse Talk PM. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. L? Okay. All right. Let's go there. Thanks for waiting. Go ahead. You're on. Okay. Um, I am quite sure they were called bubblers. Um, This is kind of unique in Wisconsin, and I think they were made up in northern Wisconsin by a company named Bubbler. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, could probably look it up on your computer i don't have that but i uh, i know it's very um i think i heard that once and then when you're talking about leaves yes. uh when i grew up um and we had these rainstorms like we've been having yes um it was um i think they thought it was a duty the grandpas on the block to be the first ones out there to clear the sewer grate yeah. so that the water could go down and not be blocked by the leaves. Mm. And uh, I, in my walks where I don't have uh, sidewalks, I notice that uh, they, uh, no one takes those leaves away from those grates, and so it's... It builds up the water more. Sure. Yep. Yep. And as far as playing in the leaves, yes, that was a great thing. And um, on your, um, if you had trees on your house lot, you would rake them and make uh, make a make believe house. You make uh, outline of a house and and all that. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it was that way. And but. Um, Anyway, um, right. that's about all I know, well, uh, but I'm quite sure that that's why they were called bubblers, because everybody that comes to lacrosse doesn't understand why they're called bubblers. All right, well, and I have to admit, as a, as somebody who didn't grow up in Wisconsin, I I I, I was just taking it um, uh, to, I, I was assuming that my wife was right, that it was bubbler on that side of the state and, and water fountain over here, so, but you're thinking it's an entire Wisconsin thing. Yeah. Okay. Have a great day and keep well, the sun shining. Okay. I, okay. I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. Seven eight five seventy nine fourteen. Also on um, Facebook and, and Twitter. Rick, Rick. Yeah. There's so much to to like weed through to to figure out where this bubbler came from. Okay. Um, there's, I was starting to read one story on who knew who with two O's, uh, dot com, and you get about five paragraphs in, and it says important update. Before you read any further, please please realize that we have since discovered new information about the origins of bubbler and the history of the word's use in Wisconsin. You can get that info here, and wow. now into this other article, yeah. and there's a whole Wikipedia page to, uh, devoted to it, and it's dating back to like 1889 and the Kohler Company in Wisconsin and. They use it in Massachusetts as well, apparently. It's just wow. kind of, like, scattered all about. Mm. Really, I, I feel like we need to, like, reset, maybe maybe end this segment with Leaf Talk so we can, over the news break, just really just, some or, or maybe take the whole day and okay. then to come back tomorrow 
when we're, you know, really be knowledgeable about the subject. Be, yeah, but just better informed about what... Well, Rhode Island also uses bubble. Hmm. Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and, uh, and Wisconsin. Wisconsin. That's it. According okay. to Wikipedia, which you know is the source for your state budget needs mm-hmm. and bubbler drinking fountain. Yeah, Tony Evers uses that in his uh, education budget uh, without citation. So we know that it's got important information. What's funny about that is... When, if you take something from Wikipedia without citation, Wikipedia has citation in it. So you're actually taking it from something that's taking it from something. So there is eventually you're going to get to a cited piece of work, probably. Yeah, sure. I could change this bubbler story right now if I wanted to on Wikipedia, too, I think. You know, you should. not really sure how to do that, but you can edit it Yeah. somehow. Yeah, it's crowd editing or crowd, crowd sort dead. I, I don't know. Something. I've never done that, actually. So That'd be like a fun thing to do during a day when you've got nothing else to do and you're sitting on your couch and you're thinking, man, should I rewatch those games that I missed on Sunday? Should I work on my resume? Because <laughs> now could be the time. Uh, let's go to Mary. Mary, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, Daryl. Yeah, I grew up in La Crosse, born and raised here, and they were always called bubblers. And I'm just guessing at this, but I think this probably goes back to when they had the horse-drawn carriages and what have you. Up until a few years ago, they always had sort of like a side dish down towards the base of the bubbler, and that was used for people's horses to get a drink. So People drank out of the top, and then there was this little side thing, because I used to even let my dogs, you know, they could get up on their hind legs and drink out of that part of the bubbler that was, like, about at the level of where your knee would be. Mm -hmm. Okay. And um, then the top part was the drinking fountain Mm -hmm. for people. Yeah, okay. But they've since then removed all those little side dishes, which... I really kind of wish they hadn't because it would be great when you're out walking your dogs if right. they could get a drink there. Right. No, yeah, no, that, that actually, that would be beneficial. I, I would imagine there's a, that um, not having horses um, that means that there's there's really no, not as much need for to them. Me, but it's yeah, about for my the dog, same kind of a thing as uh, I know when my parents had a drive-in in southeast Iowa for a period of time and there were some college kids that were there that were from the east they called um, hot dogs. They would refer to it as, I want a Frankfurter, and we call them hot dogs. Yeah. They call them Frankfurters. I would say Rip Beer Float, and they called them black cows. I think it's just like that. Yeah, you know? Yeah. no no question about it, some regional um, idioms. Uh, and I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. 608-785-7914. So as we wade through leaf collection, bubblers versus water fountains, and um, obviously, pipe bombs, because that has to be part of the conversation, you can feel free to join in at 608-785-7914. is the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. Call in or text in. Either way, you get in. Feel free to send me your information about uh, bubblers or water fountains. Um, this listener says it's been bubbler for at least 63 years on the north side. All right. All right. I think I'm convinced. I think I'm convinced. I think we've got... A definitive, I mean, we're not, this is not a scientific poll. We're not necessarily voting. 
We don't. We haven't done a, 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 a survey with um, of any significance. But all I'm hearing from you people is bubbler. All I'm getting is bubbler. So I think that we may. This might actually be true. That it's it's really just bubbler here. And this whole time, I've lived here for. I don't know, I lost count now how many years it was. Lived here for that many years, and I always thought you people called it fountains. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. right back. Lacrosse RPM and WYZM, I'm Mitch Reynolds. Thanks for joining us here this afternoon and this evening while we continue to plow through the debate over bubbler versus fountain. Although all I'm hearing from you people is fountain, so apparently it's just fountain. Wow. Color me surprised. Uh, whether it be bubbler, fountain, or where you rake your leaves, or whether we're actually afraid of getting a pipe bomb. You know, I didn't, you know, you, there's a lot of those bomb packages went out. <laughs> the ones that uh, were sent to uh, former President Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton and um, Maxine Waters and John Brennan and who am I missing? There's somebody else. Not funny. I don't think they were actually bombs, though. George Soros? I think they were just... Things that were supposed to look like bombs. There's more to come right here at Wisdom. Stick around. The Crosstalk PM and WYZM. I'm Mitch Reynolds. Thanks for joining us here this afternoon and this evening. Yeah, I was having a conversation with somebody today. We're talking about this low, uber low unemployment rate in the city of La Crosse. If you didn't get the if you didn't get the news today, now as you know, the the, the state of Milwaukee or, or the state of Milwaukee, the state of uh, Wisconsin, you may not know, but is at a record now eight months straight of an unemployment level, an officially marked unemployment level, under 3%. Eight months straight. Funny thing about unemployment levels, of course, is that if if your side <laughs> benefits from having a low unemployment level, you tout the low unemployment level. If your side doesn't benefit from it, then you talk about how it's it's garbage and it's not measured right and can't believe it and all that kind of stuff. Okay, that being said, we we know that it's a very tight labor market. I, I think that that's pretty obvious. There's a, a, a mountain of jobs out there for anyone who has a pulse at this point. Not all of them pay well. Not all of them are life-sustaining. And not all of them are ones you're qualified for. There's no question about it. But there is an absolute mountain of jobs out there right now and especially for low-skilled workers. It is just, it's immense, the, um, the, tr- the, the struggle that, that employers are going through to find good people. It really is. Uh, and I was talking with someone, and, and uh, the news today was that um, La Crosse now has hit an absolute record for unemployment at, at 2%, which is, I mean, it's, that, that really is, at 3%, it's considered full employment. So everybody who wants a job has a job, more or less. 3%, not much, right? 2% is just, well, frankly, it's unheard of. As, as far back as it's been measured in the city of La Crosse, it's never been this low. Or in the metro area, rather, not the city. Metro area of La Crosse, 2%. So I was having a conversation with somebody today who owns a restaurant in town, and he was talking about this and how difficult it is to find people to work. And um, when we were talking about, you know, there's that there's that issue with finding finding people. But then then he was he was frustrated, expressed frustration that yeah okay you know we got people that we got jobs that are just people just all sorts of jobs available, and yet there's still people just kind of 
not working. Not 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 working not because they can't work, but not working because they don't feel like it. Hanging out, you know. And he he brought up the shelter, Salvation Army. Hanging out there, smoking the cigarettes, hanging out in the park, not doing anything. Some of them living on the system, some of them not. Most of them living on the system in some kind of way and not working. And he's, and he's telling me, I just can't figure it out. I can't figure it out why we got, this is the more jobs than at any point in, in recent memory. And people just don't feel like working. And I have to admit, I, I mean, I don't, I don't get it either. I don't get it either. Some people just don't feel like working. And they're getting by somehow without it. Uh, some people work on their, they are self-employed. They, um, you know, they, uh, they peddle their wares, as it were, and they're self-employed in that way. Those are the people that uh, the police are very familiar with. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't, I think there's just going to be, there's forever going to be people that just, they don't feel like it. And and no matter how tight the labor market is and how many jobs are available, there's just not jobs that they're going to work. That they're they're just simply are those people. And I and some of them because they are they lack the uh, the ability to you know some of them because they have there's you know, some people don't work because they have mental health issues. Some people don't work because they have um, they're struggling with their addiction issues. So, or some people don't work because they have a really, really long criminal background, and they frankly can't get a job even from those people that have a lot of jobs. There can be any other, any number of reasons why. And then some people can't hold on to a job because they can't get from here to there. They don't have transportation. They can't. They can't figure out the transportation issue. Some people are disabled to the point where they just don't function well. In the realm of work, I get that. There's a lot of people like that. There's a lot of yeah buts, but um, yeah, there are there are people that just aren't gonna, just aren't gonna. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. If you'd like to join us here on the air, it, that's different from the just don't want us, which is, you know, everybody in this room. Um, but the just ain't gonna. That's not true. Just ain't gonna are are uh, they're out there too. Let's go to the phone. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. I don't know who's waiting. Let me find out. Let me find out. We have, I don't know. Okay, so let's go to number three. Thanks for waiting. Go ahead, Gerald. Yeah, I bet you I could get my job back hauling live chickens again, huh, Mitch? I bet you could. I bet you could. Yeah. I, I yeah, think that there's I, a lot of people out there looking for drivers. Yeah, 75 years old, and I could still haul live chickens. Anyway, I found out the difference between a bubbler and a fountain. Okay. Okay, a fountain is what a uh, fountain is what they put down at Riverside that start out at about six hundred thousand dollars and go up in price. A bubbler is a lot cheaper. Um, yeah, sure, uh, that that makes sense. They, put, yeah. they have you know for six hundred thousand dollars you get some lights in it too. Right, which yeah. it makes well, it, which it looks pretty. It looks pretty when you Between do that. Between a bubbler and a fountain is okay. just the price. Just the price. All right. Yeah. 
Okay, thank you. Uh, well, no, I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. I mean, I, I think that you know we're, we've been trying to get to the bottom of this, and uh, I think you've given us a little bit of a, a little bit of extra information that we didn't have before. So I appreciate that. We'll go to Joe next. Thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. So the difference between the two is six hundred thousand dollar light. That's my understanding. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I took away too. Okay. Uh, back to the unemployment. You know, wise men once said, "Yeah, but live in the forest." But that's just what I've heard. Um, you know, one of the things that we have to keep in mind why people don't want to work uh, for the last 20 years, our culture in this country has been to reap as much profit for the top officers by shipping the manufacturing and labor jobs out of this country. And one of the ways they fleeced us on that was to really look down upon people who work. You know, if you work and you don't, if you don't go stick a hundred grand in the college right now, you are pretty much the dregs of society. So to actually go get a job and earn a living was considered, you know, the most horrible thing you could do here for the last two decades. While really it was just to get rid of the jobs to, you know, make bigger profits for the officers of the company. So it's our own fault. Our culture has made working a dirty word for the last two decades. So to be surprised why no one wants to anymore, I don't think so. We should have just been paying attention to what was going on. Yeah, I, I, so that, that's certainly yep, back yep. and no one wants to work. Well, I don't think that those those are the jobs necessarily that are problematic. I mean, you know, we obviously there's some there are many of those, but but if you look around at the jobs that are simply posted, it, yeah, you'll have some some of the as you're talking about the jobs, the manufacturing jobs, those are certainly out there. But those those, those actually pay pretty well, and um, and they're easier to fill than and then some other jobs that are even that require less skill. That are just impossible. What if all you advertise to these young kids is gimme, 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 yeah. and video games, you know, for two decades straight, it's 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 not a surprise that they have no interest in how the world actually works and how to be a productive part of that. Yeah, I go back even farther. I go back more than twenty years. I think it I think we're marketing this this idea of a white collar culture goes back at least forty years. Because this really turned we, we really got this notion that we could white collar our way out of, um, you know, turn us, turn ourselves in, into a different kind of society, and then that was that was marketed to our children by those in charge of their education, and so it really became this focus on. And then, you know, there's no wonder that college tuition has increased the way that it has, and that the demand for places in college has increased the way that it has. And I appreciate the call, Joe, and that really has a lot to do with it. Is that we had we we created an industry. Where we, uh, and I was, I was a child during that that time. We created an industry where the, the it was constantly about going to a four year college. That was the only available option, according to um, the people who were uh, counseling you on your career choices. And it, it it was there, and then there was the you know uh, this given the sense that you couldn't you could not have uh, much of a career if you did not do that. And then also, as Joe was saying, shipping the shipping manufacturing jobs to other countries um, and taking their wages with them. So just. 
all of it together. And so, yeah, I mean, that's part of it. It's also just simple demographics, really. You know, at the end of the day, we have an aging, an aging population. You got, you just don't, just not enough people. Not enough people to fill the jobs. That is, and really when you're talking about hurdles to continued economic growth, that's one of the biggest ones. If you can't get people, you're not going to, you're not going to achieve that economic growth that you think you're going to. You need people to work. 608-785-7914, LaCrosse Talk, PM and Wisdom, I'm Mitch Reynolds. More to come, stick around. LaCrosse Talk, PM and WYZM, I'm Mitch Reynolds. 608-785-7914, Also on Facebook and Twitter, you can send me an email, Mitch at 1410WYZM.com. Thanks for riding along here this afternoon and this evening. Uh, the Better Hearing Center talk text line, 608-785-7914. Um, I was talking about low unemployment uh, news today that uh, the La Crosse metro area, the city of La Crosse, both have reached a record unemployment level, uh, 2% for the La Crosse metro area, 2.2% for the city of La Crosse. I mean, uh, it, you may may already know this, but uh, the, the state of Wisconsin has hit a record eight months of unemployment below 3%. Depending on who you talk to and what you believe, uh, that those unemployment rates are really accurate or not accurate at all. I, I think it depends on... Uh, whether it supports your cause or, or not. But uh, but we, as I said before, we all know that the labor market is incredibly tight. And I was mentioning a conversation that I have with someone who owns a restaurant saying that it's it's frustrating that while it is impossible to find people to work at jobs, at the lower-paying jobs, right, service-related work generally pays less, not always. I mean, I supported a family for years working at a restaurant. And um, and did pretty well, actually. I made a pile of money. I wasn't washing dishes, but I made a pile of money. Um, so he was expressing frustration that, yeah, we, we have all these jobs that go unfilled, and we've got just people kind of hanging around, not doing anything, don't have a job. They might be standing on the corner with a sign. They're hanging out in the park. They're smoking their cig- you know, a couple packs of cigarettes because that's money, right? That's real money. If you're buying a pack of, what's a pack of cigarettes now? Nine bucks? You're buying a pack of cigarettes now, you go through two? You got that? Maybe getting, maybe there's, there's other things, other things that you're imbibing in. And he was expressing frustration about that. Like, if they got this money, they're not working. So we're supporting them while we're struggling to find people to fill these jobs. Yeah, no, I get it. It's frustrating. We have a listener uh, on Facebook says, is unemployment this low because the welfare state is so strong now there aren't enough people looking for work? And I think that that is the implication from the conversation that I had today is that, and Joe said something similar. Uh, well, actually, no, Joe's, Joe's comment was more about the man, the state of manufacturing in, 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 our, in our nation and our how we look down our nose at, at hard work. Um, and I don't, I don't think that that's entirely true, frankly. I think we look down our nose at low-wage work. I don't think we have patience to work at low wages, which is good, right, because you don't want to. But I, it's difficult to find people because there are so many service jobs, it's difficult to find people to fill them. Um. It's, 
but uh, that 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 sense that there is a um, that you don't you don't have to work because you're given so much. I, I don't I don't know. I mean, I think that there's probably a mindset among some that there is not the pressure to be gainfully employed because there is enough to survive on. I would agree with you there. I don't think anybody's thriving on quote unquote welfare. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. We'll go to Todd. Todd, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Hey, yeah, Mitch, thanks. I don't think people are thriving on welfare, but we've created a milieu or environment that's very accepting of it. We've got decades and decades and decades of now people that have been on welfare. Their kids are on welfare. They're now parents. Their kids are on welfare. When I was in school, you know, in high school and stuff like that, it was a mortal sin. Um, it was frowned upon that, hey, my, my parents are on welfare. Oh, why not? Why aren't you working? There's jobs. You can work three jobs, two jobs. I think that's the way a lot of us were raised. But now it's okay. When a teenage girl gets pregnant, she's okay with going on welfare. Me, I, you know, I went into the military after high school, went back to college, and I had a kid, a little kid, uh, you know, and I could have went on welfare. I had a little bit of military uh, money on the side, but there's no way I would do that. Mm-hmm. Now it's totally accepted. Mm-hmm. And we've got, if you look at one form or another, 50, almost 50% of the people in the United States on one form of public assistance. That's insanity. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, if you look at what's happening now, we've got 20 or 30 million immigrants or people that I don't think are very sovereign to the United States. And now we've got another, what, 700,000 that are waiting court dates or, or you know, 85% of them don't show up for court dates once they claim asylum in the United States. It's costing us $140 billion annually for education, welfare, medical costs with these people. We've got poor people in the United States. We've got 350 million people. We've got a lot of poor white people, black people, Hispanic people. I mean, this is insanity, keeping our borders open, not following our laws. I mean, it's just insane. I, I want, I want to go, I, I want, just let me go back for just a minute because, I mean, you talk about welfare, and we have to, you know, we forget that there's so many different things that encompass that. And, I, and you know, when you think right, about, right. like, let's talk about, like, we'll, we'll go back to the example of the – We'll go teenage girl, but let's say 18-year-old girl, so we're not talking about children here. So say yeah. an 18-year-old uh, single mother, um, I mean, because the welfare also is, uh, you know, child care assistance. It also is housing assistance. Right. It also is um, mm-hmm. the, what's the, uh, WIC uh, books that they, uh, yeah. for the, uh, you know, milk and whatever, all that stuff that they get. Um, all encompassed it, right. Right. So, right. Is that, so you're saying all of that or, or some of it or, you know. Um, what I'm saying is, is that. It's accepted. Now, if you're on welfare, you can have one kid, two kid, three kid, four kid. Where does it end? I mean, we've got traditions here. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're talking billions and billions of dollars. Someone's got to point to the white elephant in the room and say, hey, enough is enough. We're $20 trillion in debt, and I have yet to hear anyone talk about it. Nobody's talking about it. We're going to be insolvent here in five, six, seven, eight years. I'm 55. And I probably won't see Social Security. I mean, it's, it, it, nobody's talking about it. And yet we're going to let, you know, another 7000 in, another 10000 here. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely insane. Nobody's talking about it. $20 trillion in debt. I, I disagree wait with it. Nobody's. Wait, I don't think wait that... till the interest rates go up. Yeah. I, I, wait I, till I, I, we've got to pay the de- interest rates and stuff. Sure. You talk about 
it's going to be 1980 and 10 times that. Right. I mean, when when you go get a house and go get a loan and it's 14, 15% interest, no one's going to be able to afford that. I mean, it's people. I mean, there's jobs out there, like you said. You worked two or three jobs when you were in college or had a family. You made yep. it. Yep. The work mentality is not there. They'd rather sit on their hind end and play video games or they're okay being on welfare, or they're living in the folks' basement. That's the last thing I would do. That was that, that would be the last thing I would do. Not li- living I in the, my living daughters, in the I've got two grown daughters. When yep. I taught my daughters, I want you to be fiscally independent, and you're going to go to college and, and graduate with something that you can, you know, you're, you're marketable. And both of them had. I don't want them to count on a male. Mm-hmm. In this day and age, there's a lot of, I, I hate to say it, but the percentages are high. I mean, it's easy to get a divorce. Oh, 50, 55 percent of the the, parent, the families are divorced. So these kids are used to that environment. I think they're used to giving up. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Okay. You know, my both both my, my parents, my wife's parents are still married. So so it's you know, so it's it's a mentality to culture is what you're saying. There's a there's a culture oh, there's so a culturated thing. It, there's society. Our norms exactly. are such that okay. All right. Yeah. So we've gotten used yeah. to this whole concept, and that is that goes back to the. Not, uh, not necessarily. Even though you, you, there's so many jobs available, there are plenty of jobs available. Not willing to put the work in to actually go get a job. Well, that, that's all part of it. Right. What you're saying? It's accepting of welfare, and it's easier okay. to do that. Hmm. You, instead of getting up and going to work, but they're living off of something like you said, either drugs or or someone else's, some other individual that's working, so they got a place to shack up and live and just stay. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. It's great. It's terrible. Um, yeah, I mean, it's another guy. I appreciate the call. Thanks so much, Todd. Uh, 608-785-7914. If you'd like to join us here on the air, 785-7914. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know if that, if that is, in fact, if that's it. But I tell you what, I think that there, there is something to this the acceptance of utilizing resources provided um, by the government or other taxpayers, depending on how you look at it, there is something to growing, to, to, to learning to accept that and that becoming part of a culture. There is something to that. I don't know how much that is that impacts the necessarily the the job market or um we talked a little bit with Todd about the you know the divorce rate as well something along those lines i don't know if it that how much that impacts all of that but there has to be something that occurs when you when you develop a mindset within a culture within your society that as Todd was saying leads one to acceptance that that it's 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 reasonable to receive benefits from your government and or how, if you prefer to think of it as just other taxpayers. I'm, I'm trying diff, very diff, very hard not to suggest that that it is that is in, entirely negative because I'm not sure that it that it's that that acceptance is entirely negative. I mean we 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 see it in a different way. When it comes to our roadways, our parks, let's go to parks. 
Because parks are always, you know, we could, man, that's, we, just, we beat up on parks all the time, right? Parks are there for what? The welfare of some at the expense of the many. Because the majority of people probably don't use, we'll, stay, we'll say within the city of La Crosse, majority of people don't use the city parks. I'm just I'm going to put that out there. Maybe that maybe I'm wrong. But I, I don't think I am. When's the last time you went to a park? It is at the welfare of the many, welfare not in the sense of here's a check, but a welfare as in welfare as in an open space that you can an open common space that you can utilize at the expense of the many. So I'm trying to avoid attaching a negative connotation to that because it's something that we accept. Some of us don't. The park haters don't. But mostly, for the most part, we accept parks as a reasonable form of societal welfare in the broadest sense of the word. But I do think that there's something to coming to gaining that acceptance because there probably was a time when when that wasn't necessarily something that was acceptable. A public square as a usable space for everyone to recreate. There probably was a time that was not acceptable or not or frowned upon or something along those lines. All right, uh let's see. Eric is waiting. Let's go let's go there. Eric, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, Ron. Yeah, for being the wealthiest nation on earth, uh, we are $20 trillion in debt. For the people who don't know what that means, it's like, say you have uh, 20 million $1 million bills. There you go. That's what we owe. Good luck. Bye. Why do I keep smelling chicken? Am I just, is this somebody, is somebody baking chicken in this place? What the hell's going on? I mean, it, I don't, it's just been, it's per, pervasive for two hours now. It smells like baked chicken. Well, number three mentioned chicken. Is, is that, it's just is in my nose? Where you think it Did you bring something that smells, it's been, it's, it's just like this. vacuuming right outside the door. Um, is our vacuum cleaner smell like chicken? Well, if you picked up some chicken Man, earlier. I just, it is difficult to concentrate because I'm so freaking hungry, and the smell of this chicken is just, it's, I don't even know what that is. I feel like somebody baked a chicken inside this building today. I don't know. All right, maybe not. Maybe it's on my shirt. Maybe I got baked chicken shirt or something. Uh, but, you know, Todd, Eric brought up the $20 trillion. Todd also brought up 20 Yeah, people have talked about that. That's definitely something that's come up. <laughs> we haven't forgotten about that. That was part of the last presidential election, I will point out. Um, this is still, it's still an issue. Biggest federal deficits in six years that we're looking at right now, 760 billion dollars in federal deficits that debt's only getting bigger people are talking about it not not as much they were but um those fiscal conservatives that are supposed to be in charge aren't doing a great job at at controlling their spending habits that's for sure anyway so there is that uh all right i'm mitch reynolds lacrosse talk piano wisdom I'm Mitch Reynolds, Lacrosse Talk PM. Thanks for riding along here this afternoon and this evening. Thanks for all your input on important issues of the day, including, you know, leaves and bubblers. 
and frozen bubbler animus.